Neil, where are you at on the Scott Pilgrim thing? I have no familiarity with it whatsoever. Well, well imagine it's it's a it's a book with the Canadians love because it's all about uh, living in Canada, playing video games, and the guy has like a what was it an air guitar band or some other bullshit, and. Oh. Basically, there's this slacker who meets this pretty girl. That goes, that travels in his brain while he's sleeping. And they date, and the girl has these seven evil exes that Scott has to fight. So so he can have the right to date her, and all this other bullshit, and he beats up people, and then they explode in the coins they collect. And he, and he has a band that's like an air guitar band that he plays. No, they're a proper band. Just they don't, they just suck. Yeah, there was a series like that that was called uh, Gem and the Holograms. Yeah, it's something I'm sure we're going to get to eventually. Of course, I'll probably have to skip that episode because I never saw Gem. Not much to see. It's one of those early dick series. Well, I didn't hear Actually, it was Sunbow. outrageous. I thought it was Dick. Isn't Dick Sunbow? Nope. It's pronounced Deek. I thought Dick and Sunbow were, were at a point the same entity. No, Sunbow went to uh, Saban and Deke stayed. Sunbo. aren't those the guys that made like Rugrats and stuff? No, Saban made Power Rangers. Oh, Saban, I thought you said Suppo. Oh, God, you're thinking of uh, Klasky Supo, however you pronounce that. You're thinking of Sputko, the guys that made the Ripping Friends. Oh, God, now we're getting all confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're doing Iron Man and Fantastic Four tonight, right? Yes, we are. And hello, and welcome to the Animation Aficionados. Uh, it's been a long break. Uh, we had holidays. We had uh, we had uh, new opportunities happen to some of our people here, and uh, now we're back, and uh, we're going to try and make this weekly again. Uh, once again, I am your host Ben, and we have with us uh, Jesse. Yep. And Neil. It's clobbering time. And uh, we are, of course, going to talk about what is known as the Marvel Power Hour, aka Iron Man, and Fantastic Four. No need to fear the fear. No theme songs. And uh, part of the uh, part of the problem that uh, both these series here have is I always hear the same thing whenever anyone talks about both of these series. It's first season sucks, second season's better. That's why I hear it about both of these series. And uh, you know I'm going to focus a little bit more on Iron Man at first because Iron Man was the one I actually watched. Um, First season Iron Man had the same problem that a lot of the early 90s Marvel series had, except for X-Men, amazingly, is uh, a lot of bad CGI. Uh, a thing I remember about the Iron Man cartoon, at least the early version of it, it was one of those things that was like a human massive universe setup. I mean, you had the good guy, and you had his uh, team of secondary good guys, and then you had the Mandarin, and you had his stable people, and they never really changed it up. Just had the same guys in different situations all the time. That is actually a very good point, but uh, back uh, back stylistically, they had uh, really bad CGI. Like, they had this whole uh, Iron Man armor-up sequence with the suitcase armor, which is which is considered iconic with Iron Man nowadays, especially since uh, Iron Man 2 actually did it where it actually looked good. While the cartoon, it looks like ass. I'm sorry, it looks like ass. You might have fond memories of it, but it looks like ass. And the, if you have any memories of the Iron Man cartoon, I, mean, I remember it a little bit, but I remember more of the Fantastic Four cartoon. Okay, Neil? I just have a general uh, memory of uh, 
bad CG in cartoons. I don't have a distinct memory of the Iron Man cartoon. Okay, well, the, with the Iron Man cartoon in the first season when they did the arm up sequence, which uh, took about uh, 40 seconds to a minute. I forgot how long, but it was definitely more than 10 seconds. It uh, it started with the, the suitcase folding out into a full suit of armor, and then he steps into it wearing a suit, and it just closes on to him, and then, uh, and then the helmet is at the feet of the armor, and... You know, it switches the CGI and shows a CGI representation of the armor floating into his hands, and he puts it on. You know, the helmet. And it was really off-putting. It was really badly done. And not quite as badly done as uh, this one character in the series, I think was actually made just for the series, named Century. The point is, in the cartoon, Century had the power to do anything. It's like imagine if you had Q on your team, and because I watched the first episode of the series, and the first episode, Sentry was able to make all the characters teleport anywhere on Earth, and then you know in the first episode, uh, Mandarin had this one-year plan to turn uh, all these Russian soldiers in in a nuclear sub into zombies, horrible zombies, and uh, and after they spend like. Five minutes fighting these zombies, foiling the Mandarin's plan. You know, they still have all these zombies in a, in, in this sealed tunnel. And, Sentry, and Sentry's like, well, we could have that. So Sentry just waves his hand, and then all the uh, zombies are turned back into humans. He looked really stupid, too. He had, like, he like you know, with the guy with, like, these metal green-style shoulder pads. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that just sort of takes the drama out of everything, because Sentry could solve the plot in uh, ten seconds. And, uh, it, was like, it was like the most worst put together Avengers ever. I mean, they had Iron Man, they had Wolverine, they had um, Sentry, they had Hawkeye, and they had like, the Spider Girl, Spider Woman. It, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was. I think it was the Julie Carpenter version, but uh, she had, she, <laughs> she had ill-defined powers. And uh, another thing I remember was. Uh, was they had Scarlet Witch, and she had the power, also like Sentry, to do whatever the fuck she wanted. Like in that one episode, she turned her, she could shape shift. I don't think how Scarlet Witch is. I thought she was on the No, she was there. She was there. And uh, like I said, she she had the power to do what whatever the fuck she wanted as well. It was it was amazingly bad. It was it was amazing and bad. So it was amazingly bad. And and. You know, like I said, the the first season had like this techno intro with that dare dare dare. It's it was it was. And they had like um the, all the bad guys, most good guys. Yeah, it had like a roll call thing at the beginning where it showed like all their names and really bad, like the guy that invented Microsoft PowerPoint or something. Yeah, and it's like they we had we, and I also remember that in the first episode, uh, the Mandarin was gonna punish uh, the Blizzard for killing his azaleas. Skeletor and the Masters of Evil, or whatever the hell they were called. Uh, yes. One bad guy in his army of ineffectual henchmen. Yes, and uh, moving on to the Fantastic Four, you know, both of these series had the same problem. It's, uh, you know, like I said, people always talk about how the first season sucks and the second season was better. And, uh, you know, in the first season of uh, Iron Man... They had all these ineffectual plots, and they also had the ability that, you know, Iron Man could have any attachment instantly materialize on his armor from anywhere. It was magic. I remember that the, um, well, the, fan- the way the Fantastic Four 
Yes, yeah, so the the and uh, they also had a really bad theme song, and uh, you know. We'll not be singing again. Thank you. And uh, this the the show was uh, the show was just uh, really badly put together. Both of them were. Both of them used the same animation studios from the looks of it. You know where you know where they have this weird walking motion. You know Neil talks knows what I'm talking about. This weird walking motion where like their hips move. Yeah. And and their and their shoulders move when they walk. Don't they kind of walk kind of bow-legged? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, like, their their shoulders are moving up and down, up and down in this weird exaggeration when they walk. Yeah, yeah I noticed the animation looked really rubbery for four, like, they were all twisty and stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the boingy, boingy uh, school of animation. Yeah, Thing looks like, looks like he stepped out of a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. <laughs> yes. At least he's... I remember that some of these episodes had some really stupid resolutions. Like, the end of the puppet master. I mean, they beat the puppet master, they stop at a reason, and then he shows up in Alicia's apartment, and he has this, like, play doll himself wrapped up with a pig, and he's supposed to let him, like, take on the whole puppet, and Alicia knocks out of the pen, and he expanishes. Well, that's, that's how they wrote the cartoons back then. They didn't really care. I think the first uh, the first modern comic book animator that gave a damn in the 90s was Bruce Tim and uh, Paul Dini but uh, you know like I said it's uh, well to be fair the Spider-Man guys probably cared a little bit more than the uh, Fantastic Four guys but not by much. I will say this about the Fantastic Four cartoon it did make me respect Stephen Richard because it did the episode the Cyberman episode where she became Malice she basically just destroyed the rest of the team. Completely rolled over them. I really don't remember this episode. Was this a season two episode? Because, like I said, season one was just really bad. I'm really sure. I don't really remember the season. But... Well, you know, like I said, the, you, when you look at the both series, uh, you know, the season two intros for both series was remarkably better. The, the season two intro for Iron Man used a really, really, really lame, obvious takeoff of the Black Sabbath song that was changed enough to where it wasn't the Black Sabbath song. And they showed uh, Tony um, shirtless working at like a foundry on his armor. Yes, yes, and uh, I know a lot. I know that a lot of young young boys who were confused back then were probably pounding their own armor. But like an intro to the Fantastic Four and had like live action versions of their. Of, of their first covers, which was actually a pretty neat idea. Another thing I remember um, about the Fantastic Four episode was one episode. It was one of the, ep- the later episodes of Galactus. I think it was like uh, Galactus had gotten Tarak as his um, new servant, and Tarak had poisoned them by being about a polluted planet. It, was, this the, was this the one where, uh, where uh, Ghost Rider was able to pen and stare the uh, Galactus? Might have been. And, and then, the, and, and, and that's the thing, Ghost Rider just shows up and pen and stares him and then walks away. And the thing that just amused me, because in this episode, it had, like, um, Frankie, the female torch. Oh, that's a different episode. Yeah, the female human torch that was only there for one episode and then leaves in the same episode and never seen again. That sticks out to me, because throughout this entire episode, this woman is, like, totally wet for Galactus. She's, like, totally, oh, Galactus. She's, like, we're talking like Bella Swan level of obsessed with the guy. 
I think I think the, I think the biggest thing was how Johnny completely latched onto her as soon as he found out that she had powers like him. Well, Johnny, Johnny, listen, remember, Johnny spent most of the first season trying to get back to like um the uh, Atlan or wherever the hell the Inhumans are from because he was coming back to Crystal. Yes, he's trying to get back in the Lapland. <laughs> basically, Johnny's character for the entire series is always chasing after chasing these skirts. Yeah, it's it's just it was just a bad series, and uh, both of them were just bad series with an improved second season, admittedly. And uh, <clears throat> I remember in the second season of Iron Man, they actually did a version of the uh, Armor Wars. I, I think I saw some of those few episodes of that later on, but I didn't watch it when it was actually on. I thought like when it was on like Oh yes, the Disney place where cartoons go to die. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of sad the the way the Marvel animation, uh, you know, it's you know we we explored the uh, first X Men, then uh, Spider Man, and now we're at the uh, Marvel Power Hour, and uh, I don't know, I'm not seeing any improvement from from these three steps yet. Do do, do either of you see any improvement at all in in their approach? Actually, I think the Marvel Power Hour is kind of stepped down from Spider Man and X. Because at least Spider-Man and X-Men, they had like a massive overarching storyline that had continuity inside their own show. They were definitely better animated and definitely better voice. I mean, Iron Man and Pinhead before were definitely the B-squad of the 90s Marvel animation. Just let that sink in for a minute, folks. Yes. It's as bad as X-Men and Spider-Man were. They were worse. Well, what do we have next on the itinerary? We're going to do the Hulk, because the Hulk actually aired before Avengers United, they suck. And uh, the Hulk series had some up and downs as well. It's, a, it's another one of those series with weird character models where they try too hard to uh, emulate the, a comic book look. And, of course, um, Jennifer Walters doing the T-Hulk orgasm. Yes, uh, yes. Although, yes, that's, uh, that's something we're going to have to follow on the next show, though, because if we, we continue talking about it... We won't have time to talk about the amazing Fantastic Four. Don't say no more. One thing I remember from the Iron Man cartoon, one episode was the episode where they explained the origin of Modoc. Because Modoc was part of um, the Mandarin League of Super Evil or whatever the hell they were. Yes, and in the first episode, he was in a baby stroller. Yeah. I remember they had one episode where he played like a tiny, mini Modoc that was inside of. Um, had and drove him insane or mind- that was the second episode of the series and that was one where uh, where uh, at the end of the episode uh, Century was able to conjure up an asteroid storm that uh, threw uh, Mandarin and Modoc's ship off course and they all and everybody's watching it on the screen and they had a nice hearty laugh like you could expect on <laughs> we just committed murder <laughs> <laughs> no it was, it, was, it was what you could expect because you know Mandarin shouts you know, shouts angrily, waving his fist, and then you know it shows every it shows all the good guys watching the screen laughing. It's it was a very uh, He-Man moment. So yeah, they had like Modoc playing how they like the chair and all big. Wait, isn't that the isn't that the art that the Green Lantern villain's origin? Hector Hammond. No, he was mutated by a alien meteorite that super evolved his brain, but took his body. But they're basically like the same guy, just for different companies. They're the big-headed guy with psychic powers. 
Yes, but neither is as cool as Magnanimous. Well, Magnanimous is Bruce Campbell, so you really can't compare. Like, the basically went automatically. Yes. So anyway, it ended with, like, Iron Man was, like, Modoc helped betray the Mandarin to help the Iron Man. And Iron Man set up this, um, egg with the, set up for his ex-girlfriend to find him, and Modoc got angry because he didn't want his girlfriend to see him as a big freaking head in a yellow toilet or whatever the hell that is he lies around in. So he ended up becoming evil again. That is always God! Well, then he should have had that sensory turn, you know, Modoc back into a human with a wave of his axe. I bet that would be one of the few things that Sentry can't do. Uh, wait, let me check the list. Let me check. No, no. Can't turn Modoc back to normal. That's not on the list. Sorry. Try again later. Oh, wait. Hang on. I'm getting that one installed next week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it was a bad series. It, uh, it's one of those series where they didn't know what they were doing, and they decided to write it like a kid's show, and it shows that they wrote it like a kid's show, because uh, for, for some reason, whenever there are, are really bad animated series, and they are noticeably bad, producers always say the same thing. It's a kid's show. What do you expect? Do you expect us to try? You're lucky, you're lucky I was able to get to the office sober that day. <laughs> no, that's the attitude of these producers. It really is. Every time I read an interview when they when there's a bad series, they always say, well, it's just a kid's show. And you know, kid's shows are getting worse and worse because of that attitude. And you know, I blame the people that uh, give the excuse. I blame the people that listen to the excuse. You're both equally um, accountable to this dretch that we're being suffered through. Well, don't look at me. I'll put up with it. A lot of people do put up with it, and uh, we're about to run out of time, so uh, next uh, next week we're going to do uh, The Incredible Hulk. After that, we're going to be doing uh, Spider-Man Very Limited. Let's see. Silver Surfer in there? I thought I thought we agreed with... Uh, with uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a lucky tumor. <laughs> we're not really going to cover that one. Yes, it's it's not a lucky tumor, so it's uh, we're not going to cover that one. So, yeah, and uh, I think we're going to end this... Uh, series on uh, on a high note and talk about uh, at the end after those two episodes we're going to talk about uh, my favorite of the whole uh, of the whole kit and caboodle x-men evolution so look forward to that in three weeks and then uh, and we'll probably after that also talk about the uh, marvel movies the marvel animated movies there of course the direct to dvds now they have netflix like i think they have the uh, ultimate avengers movies on there oh good that one sucked well, they all suck. Mr. Positive. <laughs> no, it, it was. It's a. It's a. Okay. Well, uh, I'm Ben, and uh, we have Je- and uh, you know, we'll say goodbye, Jesse. Goodbye, Jesse. And Neil. Goodbye. I'll have more to say next time. Yes, yeah, so we'll see you next time.